Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Adrian Menard, CEO and co-founder of Botify, an enterprise SEO platform that's raised over $82 million in funding. Adrian, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate to be here with you today. Yeah, no problem. Super excited to chat with you. So to kick things off, can we just start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background? Yeah, sure. So I'm uh, Adrian Menard. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Botify. So I uh, originally come from France, but I've been in the U.S. for almost six years now, developing our uh, operations there. What was it like when you left France for the United States? What was going on inside your head at that point? So, I mean, I think I have the typical story of any French entrepreneur who wants to make it in the U.S. So that was an exciting time. I moved there with the family and, um, and with, I think, a, a good business. So that was making, I think, the transition easier for me. And yes, yeah, six years later, we have uh, about uh, 70% of the total revenue coming from North America. So it's been a journey. Wow, that's amazing. And a couple of other questions that we like to ask, really just to better understand what makes you tick as a founder and as an entrepreneur. First one, what founder do you admire the most and what do you admire about them? Oh, so that's an interesting question because there is so many entrepreneurs that I think I've been inspired with. But I see as a French person, of course, I'm a huge fan of Bernard Arnault and what he has built over the past decade with uh, LVMH. That's really a, an inspiring entrepreneur, especially for someone who, who wants to expand the operations outside of the original market of France. That's a very limited market. But yes, that's an inspiring story for a French entrepreneur like, like me. Yeah, I think it's an inspiring story for anyone. I just listened to a podcast that did a deep dive on him. It was about four hours long and told the entire history and the, you know, the backstory of the company and everything that they're doing. And it was very, very fascinating. And I think he's just an incredible entrepreneur. Yes, I agree with you. What about books? Are there any specific books that come to mind that have had a major impact on you as a founder? And these don't have to be you know, the traditional business books. They can also just be personal books that really influenced how you view the world. So I'm actually reading uh, Seven Powers, The Foundations of Business Strategy by Hamilton Helmer. And I think it's a fascinating uh, book about yes, corporate strategy. What I like very much is how you can think what is going to create a true competitive advantage over time. And yes, I'm actually learning a lot from this book. And uh, I think I'm going to offer it to everyone in my leadership team in the coming weeks. Nice. I've been hearing more and more about that book and it's, it's been on my list. Do you listen to the podcast Acquired by Chance? Yes, yes, of course. Of course. This is how I've heard about Seven Powers. <laughs> and uh, I jumped into it uh, literally after I listened to the interview of Hamilton Helmer. Yep. That's where I first heard about the book. And, and now everyone seems to be talking about it. Acquired is the podcast I was listening to to learn about LVMH. I'm not surprised. I understood. Very nice. Very nice. Cool. Well, glad to know we listen to the same stuff here. Now let's switch gears and let's dive a bit deeper into the company. So we can think about this like the elevator pitch, but it's really just the high level overview of 
what problem you solve and, and how the solution works. So can you tell us more about Botify and all of your different solutions? Yes, of course. So Botify is the organic search marketing platform. Uh, some of the world's most ambitious brands first to be, to be found online. So just to give you a sense of, of the company, so we have a bit more than 300 employees globally in different offices. So we started in Paris, as I mentioned, but most of the operations now are running in between New York, uh, Seattle, London, and uh, Singapore and, uh, and Sydney. We have about 500 enterprise clients like uh, Nike, L'Oreal, the New York Times, LVMH is a client, uh, or Expedia. And yes, so we are in the SEO space. I think it's a great industry to be, uh, to be in right now. Many things are happening and it's, uh, it's super exciting. So how have you seen SEO evolve since you got started? What was it, about 11 years ago or 12 years ago? I'm sure there's been a lot of changes, but what have been some of those major changes to SEO? So yeah, so many things, of course, have changed. Maybe I can start by saying a few words about why we initially wanted to build Botify. And then I will go through the, of course, the transformations that we have been seeing over the years. So I guess with my co-founders, we were initially seduced by, by the power of organic search. When you think about it, I think it's the true chromise of the internet originally, when it was about, okay, you can run a business and you can probably meet or speak with potential prospects or clients from all over the world without paying for advertising. And I think it's really a fantastic thing when you think about it, that really internet and, and search engines democratized. And that was something that was very, very interesting for us in the beginning. Maybe the second thing, it's not only about the market opportunity, but it was also because prior to Botify, we were SEO practitioners, meaning that we were optimizing a very large website in Europe or uh, Google's and other engines uh, indexation process. And this is how we identify many missed opportunities because of a not very optimized indexing process. So on average, we discovered that 50% of the content of a website is actually not indexed by, by search engines. And of course, if a page is not indexed, it means that it's not going to rank. It's not going to generate any traffic or contribution to the top line of a website. And simply by working on that, we understood that not only it can be measured, but it can be impacted rather quickly. And the more pages you have in the Google index or Bing, of course, the more chances you have to drive traffic and revenue from it. So that was really the two main things that led to the Botify's project. One thing that is also super important is that we saw an opportunity in the market to equip the organic search marketing teams with a software and with a software that would enable them or empower them to analyze this side and implement their strategy much faster than when everything has to be done manually. So yes, that was the main initial goal behind Botify. Wow, super fascinating. And what are some of those big evolutions or trends that you've seen since launching the company? So I guess one of the main evolution that we have been seeing is really about, and I'm going to answer first from the, the client's perspective, but I think we, we really live in a world now where our customers have to make an impact very quickly with some very, very important constraints on the resources. And you know, when you are being asked to do more quickly with less resources, 
I guess it brings something very important for a marketing software company like Botify. It means that you really have to, to be focused on how can I help my customers to do changes, to decide, to implement solutions automatically, because not everything can be done manually, as actually most of the industry is still uh, probably uh, doing or leaning out. And if we look at AI, what type of change are you seeing to SEO with AI and ChatGPT and everything that's been going on the last six months? So yes, Gen AI is, is fascinating, of course. And actually, I think the good starting point when you think about this revolution is to, is to imagine how much it's going to change the way we are interacting with technology. That's incredibly important. We are moving away and that's true with Spotify or with, with search engines, but we are moving away from in search from a keyword approach to a conversational approach. That's very important. And I think it's going to fundamentally change our industry. Our industry, I think, has been relying for a very long time on what I'm calling a monitoring and a content approach, which is that when you're looking at most of SEO vendors, they're going to track keywords and to report where your website is wronged and where your competition is against you. There is incredible value here. Of course, as a CMO or as the CEO of a business, I want to know if I am able to capture the audience that is looking for what I'm selling. But what I think is also super important is to understand now that we are moving away from only this approach. Now we are going to converse with the technology and it means that the search engines or the system that is going to give you an answer is going to take into account the past conversations. So there is a context that is going to be much more important now than in the past. And it means that as a vendor, for example, you cannot only rely on the ranking approach. It means that if you really want to be helpful for your customers, you have to make sure that the incredible content that is available on a website is actually used by the search engine or the system that is offering an answer. And I think this is where Botify has a very important role to play. You know, as I mentioned in the introduction, we really started this business because we understood that 50% of the content available on a website on average is not even in the Google index. So it means that if it is still the reality for a website in 2023, it's going to be incredibly challenging to be part of this evolution. So that's going to be super interesting. Actually, everyone at Botify is super excited by what's going to happen in the coming years. That's also incredibly interesting to see how our relationships with major search engines evolved over the years. For example, today we have an official partnership with Microsoft Bing. We're simply connecting the content of our customers directly to the Microsoft Bing index. And I think it's a good illustration where, of where the search engine world is moving forward. I mean, it's incredibly challenging. It's incredibly expensive. It's incredibly difficult from the technical perspective to access every piece of content that is available on the internet. And I'm sure companies like Botify, maybe other SEO vendors, but will play a very important role interfacing those two worlds. The world that is creating so many uh, valuable content with the world of search engines that is trying to 
order the information at the scale of the internet. Now, I'd love to talk a little bit about some of these incredible logos that you have on the site. So you'd mentioned Expedia, I see Marriott, I see Glassdoor, you know, the big, big brands that I think every founder would dream of having on their website. So for you, what do you think's been the secret? What have you gotten right in terms of earning the trust of big enterprise organizations like those ones I've mentioned? Yes. Oh, that's, uh, you're right. It, uh, our logo page is fantastic. And I think it's, it's really something that I'm very proud of. And when I think about it, I think there is a few reasons behind the success with this kind of brand. I would say that the first major point is that we are actually incredibly focused on solving their two main problems. Our clients really want to impact their optimizations, or they want to implement their optimizations very quickly. And this is something we have investing a lot over the years. We truly empower them to automatically implement the changes on their websites. And that's something that has been key to convince them to use our platform. The second point is the capacity to, you know, generate profitable growth. Our enterprise customers, they are in a world, as I mentioned before, where they are being asked to do more with less. They live in a world where the pressure on the investments made in paid advertising is very high. So Botify has the capacity, actually, to, to forecast the impact that can be made and to measure this impact. I have the example in mind of a very large uh, North American retailer that we closed in, um, in Q4 last year. And of course, they wanted to go through a, a sort of initial test period. And what was interesting is that in less than 60 days, we were able to impact the traffic of the website coming from organic search results by 16%. And then, so in less than 60 days, you know, so even if, if the website had uh, millions of, of different pages, so that's something that is really important for our customers in the world we live currently. This show is brought to you by Frontlines Media, a podcast production studio that helps B2B founders launch, manage, and grow their own podcast. Now, if you're a founder, you may be thinking, I don't have time to host a podcast. I've got a company to build. Well, that's exactly what we built our service to do. You show up and host, and we handle literally everything else. To set up a call to discuss launching your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. Now, back to today's episode. And when we look at the MarTech landscape, I feel like there's a lot of money that goes into marketing technology in general, but it seems like there's not typically a lot of money going into SEO technology. Is that a fair assumption or is that not totally accurate? Uh, no, I think it's accurate. And that's, that's actually a very interesting question that, of course, I've been spending some time to think about. I guess the first element of my answer is to think that everyone in the digital world agrees about the power of organic search. I mean, when you think about it, it's absolutely fascinating to see that even if we live in a, in a digital world where the audience of our clients is fragmented between paid organic search, paid social, et cetera, et cetera, but still, organic search drives about a third of the traffic or the conversion made online. So that's a key pillar of the audience. And everyone agrees that, yes, we have some potential there. But saying that, 
it's surprising to see that most of the time, our customers may invest 10 times more, 100 times more in paid advertising than in organic search. And I think so. There is, of course, good reasons behind those decisions. But I think it's mostly an heritage of the past when SEO was not able to deliver quickly a profitable impact. Now, everything is changing with, and I think Botify is leading the pack of modern SEO solutions, driving more automation and revenue capabilities. And what I'm seeing in the market is that there is two major trends. Marketers have to reshuffle their marketing investments because they rely probably less than before unpaid because there is less attention, there is more difficulties to measure the ROI of paid media. And in the same time, SEO is, is changing very quickly with new automation capabilities, as I mentioned. And now they're starting to realize that with $1 invested in organic search, they can actually have three to five times higher return than with $1 invested in paid advertising. So yes, I think I'm not saying that SEO is going to replace paid advertising. Of course not. What I'm saying and what we are saying very successfully with our clients is that maybe with more balanced budget or investments between paid and organic, in the end, you can generate higher return. And that's, I think, the evolution that we are seeing in the market. And I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. And given the state of the economy and obviously the last, let's say, year, year and a half, a lot of companies have had their budgets cut. There have been a lot of layoffs, you know, all of the pain that we read about in the news every day. Are you seeing a shift now to more of a focus on SEO and a shift away from paid media channels? Uh, no doubt. No doubt. So it's clear that, I mean, CMOs or VP of marketing want to generate as much return as they can from their investments. And there is, honestly, tremendous opportunities in various marketing channels. But what is interesting with organic marketing, and this is probably one lesson learned from the COVID, is that organic marketing is not going to disappear from one day to the other. You know, and I can remember early March 2020, when suddenly there was a massive acceleration of the digital transformation of some companies, many more advertisers. And logically, the cost of advertising, I mean, overnight, doubled or tripled, depending on the industries or the case. But some of our clients could not match this cost of advertising because simply the investment would not be profitable. So they quickly realized that, oh, but if I stop advertising, I'm going to disappear from the surface of the internet if my organic marketing is not solid. And I think this trend is still happening now where, okay, the conclusion is that I cannot rely only on paid investments because it's incredibly expensive. And because if for some reasons I have to suddenly lower those investments, I'm not going to be found online. And this is why I think yes, there is a shift, not, maybe not a shift, but maybe a reallocation from some budgets to organic marketing with this idea to, to generate profitable and sustainable visibility online. 
And from a go-to-market perspective, early on, were you focused on enterprise customers? Has that always been the focus? Or did you focus on SMBs at the start and then work your way up market to enterprise? No, so uh, you're right. I mean, we, we started with an SMB approach, but we quickly realized that the true opportunity for Motify was uh, mid-market and enterprise. And I think it was a mistake. You know, as an entrepreneur, we, we should probably have started with an enterprise approach a bit before. But still, I think, uh, yes, enterprise is, of course, the best segment of the market. It's challenging, of course. But what's interesting here is that I think Botify is, is really designed to serve the needs of an enterprise organization. And what I think is important to understand is that we don't try to convince a, a single user. We actually convince an organization about the power of organic search and the efficiency of Botify to solve those problems and bring profitability. Technology-wise, Botify is also designed to match enterprise requirements. So initially, when we started Botify and, and we were building the first uh, uh, infrastructure, we were actually trying to develop some things or some technical solutions that would work 10 times faster 10 times larger and 10 times cheaper than any competitor in the market. And I think this is what is required for our clients. I mean, if you are not able to run your technologies for the scaling challenges of an enterprise client, it's of course not going to work. And at Botify, I think it's also why we initially convinced some very large websites to work with us, because simply we could technically do things that no other platform could do. And I think that's something that every founder dreams of is you know, making that shift to enterprise. Everyone knows that the money's in enterprise, but I think it's very difficult to succeed and, and make that shift. And a lot of startups and a lot of companies never end up successfully transitioning to an enterprise focus. What did you learn during that shift and throughout that journey? Are there any insights or, or lessons that you walked away with? Yeah, so really, first, it did not happen overnight. Okay, so we, of course, went through different steps. But what I think is, is really different when you're selling to a small company or when you're selling to an enterprise organization is how much you need to fit with actually an organization perspective. And everything is different. But this is what I just said about the user versus the organization. A single user, okay, you are going to empower the user. But with the enterprise approach, you need to empower an organization to succeed. And it means that every step of the sales process is different. You need to be known by the precise decision makers and all the influencers in the marketing organization. You need to be credible, of course, from the security perspective, but if I, the, the SOC2 compliant platform, and I can tell you that it's of course mandatory. If you don't have high security standards, there is no way an enterprise organization is going to select you. The legal is also extremely important. If you don't have the insurance, if you don't have the coverages to match with the level of responsibility that you are being given by an enterprise client, it's really not going to, to work. The marketing is, of course, very different. We are targeting organizations at Botify. 
So we, of course, have an ideal customer profile defined. And then each company is ranked per tier of go-to-market, meaning that we have to craft the perfect message for each tier of the go-to-market. And this is really a play where we are going to the accounts that we are the most interested with because we know that this is where we are we can deliver most value. When I think with SMB, you are targeting all the accounts that can potentially, and then you are looking at what is going to come to your website and what's going to convert. So yeah, it's very different place, but that's really fascinating as an entrepreneur to see that if you have the right offering for the right segment of the market, then you can really build a good business that's going to grow significantly. Super interesting transition. And from a marketing perspective, do you view it as your responsibility to really market SEO and evangelize SEO and, and get your target customers to you know understand the importance and clear up misconceptions about SEO? Is that a core focus for you? Or is it really more just about convincing them that your platform is the best SEO platform? <laughs> interesting question, but I think because I would say both, of course. I mean, you know, sense that, I mean, of course, we want to convince our clients that Botify is the best platform for answering the organic search pain points they may have. But on the other hand, I also think that as probably an emerging leader in the space, Botify has a huge responsibility to promote the entire industry. And that's a fantastic industry to be in. I mean, when you think about it, it's an industry that is changing all the time, that is going through a massive ways of innovation. And yes, you mentioned that in, in one of your questions that sometimes SEO is not always invited at the table of marketing channels. We want to change this image. We want to promote SEO because once again, SEO can deliver so much value for brand. And especially with, a, I think, a long-term and profitable approach that I think no other paid advertising channel can really claim. So it's not opposing the various marketing channels. It's about making sure that the SEO industry can keep investing, can keep innovating into modern solutions that are going in the end, play the role of, yes, connecting clients or prospects with any business in the world without potentially paying for this connection. So that's interesting. And I could not be more excited, actually, by the coming years. And I hope that what you understand from what I just said. Absolutely. So it sounds like SEO is not dead, right? That's what I see a lot in the media, but I've been seeing that in the media for 10 no, years And that's crazy. Because, yes, I think, you know, and it reminds me of something super interesting. When we started Botify, obviously, that was the first years of Facebook and social media. And I can remember the, when I was presenting Botify to VCs or partners or, or Adrian, but why aren't you create, I mean, funding a, a company in the social media space? And uh, because back then, SEO was already challenged with this sentence, SEO is dead. No, come on, SEO is not dead. SEO, and I think search, you know, this is now an extension of the way we are consuming the internet. When was the last time you did a Google or Bing search? Five minutes before the interview. <laughs> Excellent. When was the last time you connected to Facebook? Uh, a couple of months. 
Okay, so I think it says it all. You know, we are searching the web all the time, okay, from anywhere. And this is not going to end anytime soon. That's impossible. There is a strong human desire to find answers to questions. They can be very commercial, they can be informative, etc., etc. But it will never end. And that's why I think it's so fascinating to work in this space, because in the end, we're really connecting human beings with information. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Now, a couple of other questions here before we wrap. I know we're getting close to being up on time. So if you reflect on your journey so far, if you were starting the company again today from scratch, what would be the number one piece of advice you'd have for yourself? Interesting question. And I think there would be many advice, but maybe the first one is just make sure to build the best team that you can imagine. That's really, so now we have a bit more than 300 employees at Botify coming from very different backgrounds and different experiences, countries, cultures, etc., etc. But I'm always amazed by how much everyone is actually bringing to the journey, to the project. And honestly, you never succeed alone. That's really a, a strong message. And when I'm reflecting about the past years, yes, I can tell you that really everyone in the team or at the board, the advisors, etc., they really played a tremendous role into our evolution. And honestly, I don't think we would be in a, in a better position without uh, this team. So that's really something I would, I would pay even more attention that I've been paying over the past years. And you're 12 years into this journey now. Do you ever have days where you struggle with feeling motivated or as motivated as you did in the early days? And if so, what do you do to overcome that and maintain that level of motivation and, and aggression that I'm sure you use to start the company? So honestly, I've never been bored. I may have been tired from time to time, but every morning I'm super excited by what's happening. And I think it's, it's also because of this industry that is, you know, I mean, there is always something happening and you always have to adapt to the reality of, of our environment. Saying that, I also think it's my responsibility as one of the co-founders and as the CEO to make sure that my role on the team is adapted to the current step of development of the company. And it is really something I have been very obsessed with. So now we have, a, we have a very senior leadership team. I have some really talented resources who help me to be good where I am very good at and maybe to be less involved into where I think others are going to be much better than I can be. And I think it's really something that makes me in a position where I never feel bored because actually I can really be good. Yes, where, where I can be good. And that's, I think, the secret of being an entrepreneur and to last in the, in the job. Final question here. Let's zoom out three to five years from today. What's that future vision for Botify? What are you hoping to build over the next three to five years? So we definitely want to become the leader of the enterprise segment of this organic search marketing industry. And... What I think is, is the most important thing for me is, is to make sure that we can deliver as much value as we can for the customers in a, let's say, technical environment that is going to change. As we briefly discussed before, 
the entire search industry is going to move away from a keyword approach to a conversational approach. The way the users, the searchers are going to interact with the technology is about to change dramatically. And really, I think this is a fantastic opportunity for Botify to play an even more strategic role, connecting the clients with the search engines and in the end, to serve the user experience of someone searching the web. As I mentioned before, this is now, uh, for me, a fundamental need, uh, searching the web. And I think Botify is going to play a very interesting role in delivering a great value for anyone searching the web. And I'm sure we can do it. I mean, with Botify being a great company, and by a great company, I mean in a company where both the clients are happy and the employees, the team, is really seeing and understanding what the vision is about and where everyone has a role and an impact to play. Uh, this is really something I want to, to achieve in the next years that would make me uh, incredibly uh, proud. Amazing. I love the vision and love everything that you're building. We are up on time, so we're going to have to wrap here. Before we do wrap, if people want to follow along with your journey as you build and execute on this vision, where should they go? So I think the best way to reach out to me is through LinkedIn. And yes, for sure, if you have questions or if you want to keep the conversation going, I would be uh, more than happy to know more about it. Amazing. Adrian, thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. I really enjoyed this conversation and I know that our audience is going to as well. So thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That was super interesting. Bye. All right. You've been touched. This episode of Category Visionaries is brought to you by Frontlines Media, Silicon Valley's leading podcast production studio. If you're a B2B founder looking for help launching and growing your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. And for the latest episode, search for Category Visionaries on your podcast platform of choice. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. 